All right, all right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023, the 40th Wednesday of the year and the first of the new month. Today is World Animal Day, established nearly 100 years ago in Germany as a day to celebrate all animals, as well as the people who dedicate their lives working to protect and care for animals. It's also National Golf Lovers Day, and there are plenty of them out there, I can tell you that. A few I know who even listen to the podcast while on the golf course. Shout out to you guys and gals today. You can always hit me up at radio underscore Marino on the X. Let me know where and when you listen to the podcast and even what you think about the podcast. People always think I'm serious when I say the X. I say that tongue in cheek, you know, the way people used to say the Twitter October 4th is the feast day of St. Francis Assisi, the founder of the Franciscan Order, and you may want to include cinnamon rolls in your feast because the food calendar says it's National Cinnamon Roll Day, and who doesn't love a good cinnamon roll? It is only Wednesday, my friends, and man, it has been a week already, hasn't it? The reason Kevin McCarthy went down today is because nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. Florida Congressman Matt Gates led a group of eight Republicans who voted with Democrats to remove House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, marking the first time in history the House has successfully voted for a speaker to vacate the chair. The motion coming after McCarthy enlisted Democrats over the weekend to keep the government funded and open. I do not regret negotiating. Our government is designed to find compromise. More from Eric Bowling. Today we watched democracy in action. We watched history. We saw the process happen and it was an historic moment. And the fight against the status quo, against the establishment, against the swamp, the fight against those who do not walk the walk in the fight for our country happened today. Just 269 days into his speakership, Kevin McCarthy is out. And just like that, the new Republican Party has spoken. The new Republican Party has asked for change. And the man who kicked it all off on Monday night, Florida Congressman Matt Gates, joins us now. Welcome, Congressman. You are the man of the hour. So we have to ask, we were just listening to Kevin McCarthy with a concession speech. Did you think it was going to get to this way back in January when you said, you know, McCarthy will give you the gavel, but you know what? One vote is all it's going to take going forward. Did you think you were going to have to pull that, pull that lever? No, I never thought we'd be at this moment, Eric. And it's because in February and March, we really saw Speaker McCarthy adhere to the agreement he'd made with House conservatives to try to bring the House of Representatives more in line with what the American people think governing should be, not just wrapping everything up in one big up or down vote with disparate things combined together, stuff that wouldn't otherwise pass if it wasn't lashed onto something else. And Kevin McCarthy broke so many of the promises he made in January, we started to see the House of Representatives revert back to its corrupt old muscle memory of just omnibus bills, continuing resolutions, and more of the same. I remember in January when Kevin McCarthy said that he was going to use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. Well, he didn't even send a subpoena to Hunter Biden. The, the Kevin McCarthy speakership ends nine months into the exercise without a single request to produce documents or testimony to Hunter Biden. What that shows you is that he wasn't serious about oversight. It was just a puppet show, a side game. We need a new speaker who's going to believe in robust oversight, who's going to send the subpoenas and get the job done. And when it comes to the power of the purse, 
all we've seen from Kevin McCarthy is a willingness to just build a yellow brick road for the Democrats. He did that on the debt limit. On the debt limit, we didn't even set an upward cap, Eric. Kevin McCarthy negotiated a deal so bad that any amount of debt that the Biden government collects between now and January of 2025, well, that's on the back of our kids and our grandkids here in the United States of America. And when I learned that this so, guy so took a secret side deal yeah, on Ukraine, it was definitely the last straw. I have a lot of friends in Congress, as you know. I was texting back and forth all day. A lot of people, whether they voted with you or against you, a lot of Congress people, whether they support you vocally or in, in, in publicly or not, a lot of them felt Yes, you did the right thing, but the chaos that may ensue from this moment forward, they don't think it was worth it. How do you answer the critics who say yeah, right. too much chaos, not enough of a plan on the backside of it? Well, only in Washington is taking a few extra days of votes deemed chaos. Do you know what chaos is, Eric? Chaos is the dollar losing its status as the global reserve currency. Chaos is the greatest nation in the world sitting atop a $33 trillion debt. Chaos is accepting Biden budgets that will lead to $2.2 trillion annual deficits for the foreseeable future, forever. It would take us to a $50 trillion debt. And right now, I mean, U.S. News cited de-dollarization as the number one economic trend of 2023. More and more countries are moving away from the dollar while we're printing more in the absence of any review on how it's spent. When we just vote for a continuing resolution or an omnibus bill, you're taking one up or down vote on the entire government of the United States. So nothing ever gets really looked at. You see, my that may be chaos to some people, but I call it legislating. Congressman Matt Gates of Florida explaining his motion and answering critics on the balance with Eric Bowling. Here's reaction from Newsmax host Greg Kelly. So, folks, I'm still trying to absorb this, take it all in and figure out what it means. Um, I am not thrilled tonight. Uh, I've never been a big fan of Kevin McCarthy. A lot about him that, quite frankly, doesn't appeal to me. Uh, he's not really MAGA, career politician, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but he did become the speaker, and I thought he was doing a relatively good job, to be honest. Um, but right now, at this moment, we have a situation in America where we have no border, right? Uh, we have a culture where it's more permissible to talk about LGBT queer in the classroom rather than Christ. An unending war in Ukraine, a war we lost in Afghanistan. And all of these things you can lay right at the foot of Democrats, especially Joe Biden. And tonight they are laughing at Republicans. They somehow, through all of this stuff, have the upper hand. And let's not forget, Joe Biden, <laughs> almost definitely a corrupt politician. And somehow the Republicans are leaderless right now. That kind of doesn't make sense. I am all for, from time to time, shaking up the system. Totally. The system stinks. But at some point, you got to get stuff done. At some point, you got to look around. Eight members of Congress, just eight Republicans, and some of them I like, some of them I don't like, we're able to basically overrule, what, 200, 200 plus Republicans? I don't know about this, folks. I don't know. Now, granted, Matt Gates, when he gets to that microphone, 
can be very persuasive. He's, he's good at debate. He's smart. I like the way he confronts uh, the swamp. And he did it again today. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights, 9 o'clock Eastern. So Representative Patrick McHenry, Republican from the great state of North Carolina, was assigned House Speaker pro tem. And one of McHenry's first orders of business was ordering former Democrat Speaker Nancy Pelosi to vacate her Capitol office by today, saying it's being reallocated. Pelosi said because she's in California mourning the loss of her friend, late Senator Dianne Feinstein, she will be unable to retrieve her belongings at this time. As reported by Politico, Pelosi also said, now that Republican leadership has settled this important matter, let's hope they get to work on what's truly important for the American people. Well, ordering her out of her office probably is important to some American people. All right, let's go back to Congressman Gates. I do have to offer some pretty sharp criticism of the new pro tem uh, of the House, Patrick McHenry. We met tonight and he sent us home until Tuesday of next week, Eric. We should be here tomorrow working to elect a new speaker, getting onto our appropriations bills and engaging in a, in a negotiation with the Senate to get the government funded. But instead, whoa, these people have got to go home and cry for a week. They've got to go do a week of hand wringing and bedwetting over the fact that Kevin McCarthy isn't speaker anymore. This institution is about more than one man. It's about the job. How about we pass a budget? So McHenry has the power of the speakership now, and literally his first act as the acting speaker of the House was to send everyone home till Tuesday. That's moving in the wrong direction. We got to get a new speaker and we've got to get leadership to understand a sense of urgency that your viewers and the American people all feel. There is. There is. There's, the urgency is you got 42 or 43 days before that this continuing resolution expires again, and we, you know, we're going to be up against an, an, another government shutdown. It begs the question, uh, Congressman, if not McCarthy, and you've said you don't want it, I'll ask you again: Do you want it? And if not, who? Who is the appropriate candidate for the speakership? I honestly think we probably have 50 to 100 people in the House who would make a great speaker. Uh, I want to see who the candidates are. Obviously, our number two is Steve Scalise. We want to check in on his health and, and see if he's going to be a candidate. Tom Emmer is our whip. Uh, we also have great some great committee chairs. Jody Arrington is the chairman of the Budget Committee. Imagine if we actually had a speaker who wanted to pass a budget. Congressman Matt Gates, the savior of the Republican Party or the destroyer of the party. Only time will tell. And it'll be debated all day today, that's for sure. Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana is a likely candidate for speaker and reportedly has been hitting the phones for support. You heard Gates say we need to check on his health. Scalise, you may recall, as I reported a few months back, was diagnosed with a form of blood cancer that he is being treated for. You can read more about Steve Scalise and some of the other potential candidates for House Speaker at Newsmax.com. Meanwhile, text Texas Congressman Troy Nels, who voted with the majority of Republicans not to remove Kevin McCarthy, announced that he intends to nominate Donald Trump for speaker, a position I feel pretty confident saying Trump has no interest in. 
The former president was back in a New York courtroom yesterday defending his real estate business against accusations by the New York State Attorney General that he chronically lied about his wealth on financial statements to get better interest rates, even though the banks approved all the loans and all the loans were paid back. After speaking his mind verbally and on his truth social, the former president was hit with a gag order from the judge. Hunter Biden was also in court yesterday where he was arraigned on federal gun charges in Wilmington, Delaware. This was for purchasing a gun five years ago when he was addicted to drugs. Rob Schmidt spoke about both of these cases with Sebastian Gorka. I want to talk a little bit more about, about the, the Trump case today, and I want to show the juxtaposition. If you saw the video, and we can play it one more time, yes. of, of Hunter Biden walking into court, I mean, he's just, he's loving life. He's patting his lawyers on the back, big smile. I mean, here's a guy that knows he's got the system rigged in his favor. He's had the DOJ working for years now to make sure he doesn't get charged with any crimes. He's going to weasel out of this one way or another, and he knows it as he walks into court. On the other hand, you got Trump sitting there being charged because he... Uh, allegedly lied about valuations on loans that he paid back with interest that the banks made a lot of money on. You see how this system works. Seeing them both together in court in the same day, to me, was just such a difference. Oh, it's the perfect juxtaposition. It tells you that we have no justice in America. As a, a very wise caller on my radio show said, stop talking about a two-tier system of justice. If you have any number of tiers, you don't have justice. You simply have the capricious application of so-called justice. Let's be clear what happened um, in, in the court in New York. This judge was mugging for the camera yesterday as he puts a gag order on the president, summarily ordered the closure of President Trump's companies without a victim. Let's be clear here. If you get a bank loan, the bank has to inspect the property, has to evaluate it. If you were defrauded in any way, shape, or form, you are the complainant. The fact that these banks are the victims, there are no victims, and they're not the complainants, means one thing and one thing alone. This is just another version of Fannie Willis, of Jack Smith, of Judge Chutkan. These are people who must stop the president because they cannot control the will of the American people. They want to make it impossible for Americans to re-elect President Trump, and that is the ultimate assault on our Constitution. Newsmax host and former deputy assistant to President Trump, Sebastian Gorka. Meanwhile, prosecutors in Georgia have offered plea deals to a number of co-defendants in the election interference and racketeering case in return for their testimony that may implicate others, including the former president. In the Hunter Biden case, his attorneys issued a statement declaring the charges are only a result of political pressure from President Trump and his MAGA allies, those extreme allies. No, they're a result of Hunter lying on a federal form to purchase the gun, knowingly lying on a federal form. And this is the best part. The lawyers, you probably heard this all by now, but the lawyers plan to challenge the charges against Hunter based on a Supreme Court ruling last year that expanded the rights of gun owners. A ruling that President Biden, Hunter's father himself, and Democrats highly criticized.
And Hunter had asked if he could enter his plea virtually because he didn't want to be a burden on resources because he has Secret Service protection. Could you imagine being a Secret Service agent assigned to protecting Hunter Biden? I definitely have to ask Dan Bongino about this. Oh, there could be cocaine and prostitutes involved. A new scandal. Secret Service agents partying with Hunter. All right, more on Trump in a moment. First, a word for our sponsor, BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. As a radio host and news reporter, I spent many years waking up in the middle of the night to go to work. I went from going to bed at 2, 3 a.m. to having to wake up at 2 or 3 a.m. And a lot of times I would try and trick myself or my brain that I could sleep for two or three hours and everything's going to be okay. I could stay up to midnight for the end of a movie or a game and everything would be fine, right? I could go out with my friends and drink no less and everything was going to be okay. I'm sure you've experienced something like this at some point in your life, right? When you knew what you should do, you knew what the right thing to do was, but you just couldn't do it. Like your brain keeps getting in the way. Or when you try to go to sleep, but your mind just keeps on working because there's so much stuff up there, right? There's just so much to deal with. Whatever you may be dealing with, or maybe you don't want to deal with it, or you can't deal with it. If you're thinking about therapy, you may want to give better help a try. It's completely online, which makes it super convenient. All you do is fill out a short questionnaire, and you get matched up with a licensed therapist therapist that's right for you. So stop doing whatever it is that you know you shouldn't be doing. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Newsmax today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Newsmax. All right, so it's day three. Trump is back in court again today. His legal spokesperson who has been there with him, Alina Haba, joined Wake Up America this morning. Alina, great to have you back in studio. Good to see you. Good to see you, Rob. Been a busy few days. Um, I want to just, just uh, again, I know you've addressed this. It's 6312. Um, apparently, there was a box that you were supposed to check, and everyone's blaming you for this, to, to request <laughs> a, a jury trial. You've addressed this. You said there was no box. My question is really, was there maybe a strategy for appellate reasons to not have a jury in a case like this. Aha! There's a good oh. idea. There's a good idea. So here's the problem, world. I'm a lawyer. Lawyers are uh, restricted by their ethics and privilege, and I'm not going to get into strategy, and I'm not going to get into any of that. I'm also not... I'm happy to take the blame to the world of the box. It, it, there is no box. I'm sorry. This is the one case. We don't have boxes. Uh, but no, there was no box to check. Okay. 6312 is actually a consumer fraud claim and uh, not supposed to be used this way. They're using it against the president because it is up to the judge if he wants to have a bench trial. He did want to have a bench trial. Obviously, we thought about it. Obviously, we know about challenging it. We've gone through it. We did challenge the court we were in. I'm sorry, guys. Look at the docket. We cha challenged a lot of things. Uh, but that's about as much as I can ethically say about it. So, so I'm just going to take was, the beating yes, and, yes, and be quiet. Maybe there was a strategy there uh, if this goes to appeal or something like that. A gag order yesterday was imposed by this judge um, on the former president, uh, on the clerk 
uh, Allison Greenfield. Um, it's a gag order, so I know you can't say too much. What, what can you tell us about this? Does it limit in any way what the president can say or do? Because he had a post on Truth Social, then he had to take that post down yesterday. That's right. That's what happened. I cannot speak about, obviously, the staff per the gag order. That's what it says. Uh, no one can. So I'm going to leave it at that. How much do you expect Donald Trump to be in court? Today will be three days in a row. Um, I think he's going to be in and out as he sees fit and, frankly, as he can. Look, he's being taken off the campaign trail to fight for his family's business, his business that he built. His, and, and it's very important to him. Yeah. You know, his entire life was not presidency. The Trump organization was Donald Trump. So this is important to him. He's a human being. And I think it sends a good message to New Yorkers and to the world that at the end of the day, he's a human being. He's an American. He's He has a business. He's trying to make money. He wants that business to thrive. And the business has thrived. He's worth billions more than what's on his statement of financial condition. And we have a, a, an AG who's ignoring the streets of New York and instead is doing this, in my opinion, for political gain. An AG, by the way, who campaigned in 2018 on getting Donald Trump. And, and we've got the campaign video to prove it. Also um, failed on being governor. Let's not forget. When that. does Trump testify? Uh, he's slated to testify, I would say, probably around the end of the month. And what about his two sons, his oldest sons? Same time. Eric and Don Jr., you expect them to take the stand Of course as they well? will. They have nothing to hide. Trump legal team spokesperson Alina Haba on this morning's edition of Wake Up America with Rob Finnerty. If you're not a billionaire real estate mogul, you may want to grab a few Powerball tickets. Tonight's jackpot up to $1.2 billion and growing again. And we have another incredible day of news happening. Make sure you're keeping up with it all on Newsmax, available on most major cable systems, including AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Spectrum, Mediacom, Fios, and many others, as well as platforms like Amazon, Apple, Roku, Pluto, and more. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you, as always, for listening to Newsmax Daily. Share it with your friends and family, and enjoy the rest of your day or night. And keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.